Hey everybody, Jim Salmons here, the Kayak Fishing Show, live every Tuesday and Thursday, brought to you by all these great sponsors, scrolling across the bottom there, that have been with us for all these 13 years. Um, if you're new to this, every Tuesday we uh, bring you old episodes of the Kayak Fishing Show uh, while we are working with Jackson Kayak, and currently are working with Jackson Kayak. On Thursdays we air older episodes uh, from the ocean kayak years. And again, we've been on uh, TV for 13 years, so there's a, a lot of episodes, 13 episodes a season. So uh, we put a lot of episodes on TV uh, and it's been a lot of fun and we couldn't do it without these sponsor support. And of course, we can't do it without you guys uh, watching and supporting as well and supporting those sponsors that support us. <laughs> So thank you very much for joining us. Of course, um, if you bring on the questions, that always makes for a better show. So if you have questions or comments, whether it's about this location or whether it's about anything else about kayak fishing, uh, you know, there's been a lot of stuff. We've been posting a ton of stuff about the new uh, Jackson Kayak NAR. Uh, I just heard today that I'm on the list to get one pretty soon. So um, hoping that happens soon. I I can at least get it on the water and pedal it. I won't be able to paddle it. I won't be able to fish because I'm still dealing with a shoulder issue. But uh, I am definitely looking forward to getting that. Uh, also been posting a lot of stuff about the um, uh, Yak Attack Black Pack Pro. Uh, luckily, that thing's pretty easy to assemble and accessorize. So I can kind of do that one-handed. <laughs> um, pretty cool. I... I did this, um, added a rod holder. I, I mean, I've posted the pictures and such, but added the rod holder on the side where I put that at a slight angle. Now, the holes for the rod holder did not line up perfect, but if you just barely start one and then barely start the other one, and I just needed two screws because it's not taking any weight of a rod or anything, it'll be for my gaff. But uh, if you just kind of start it, you can kind of start them at slightly at an angle. And it worked. <laughs> so although it didn't line up perfectly, uh, it was a good solution. And I was, I was very happy with that. Uh, and then um, today, because I'm like, okay, well, I want to have something, a way to hold my gaff as well as my boga grip. And so just kind of thinking about it today, I'm like, oh, you know, I often will carry both. So um, I added a small piece of gear track that I just had laying around and um threw that on the front and that added, added two roto grips and that worked actually perfect for my um for my boga grip so the nice thing is is because this thing has got the the pre-drilled if you will spots it's pretty easy to add stuff and i decide hey that's not where i want it pulling it off isn't going to leave a hole all the way through it or anything like that so um you never know. I might add another piece of gear track on the side and get rid of the rod holder on the side and throw my gaff in a couple more roto grips because they are they are the right size. They hold it fairly sl um, snug. And now that they've got those new um, bungees on them to lock uh, your stuff in place, it's, it's pretty sweet. So I'm very, very happy with that. Um, 
hopefully I'm going to have John Hipsher on here from Yak Attack uh, next week. We had talked about him coming on this week, and then I we kind of lost contact, and I, I we never ended up scheduling anything. So I know we had talked about him coming on the show and maybe doing a giveaway. So um, looking forward to that for sure. And uh, I'll let you guys know about that one far enough advance because we're giving something away. That means you need to participate. <laughs> and, and, and again, it always helps if you bring on the questions. And of course, we always appreciate it if you share our content with your friends. Uh, I did see there was a couple of comments already. Janos Weiss uh, saying, howdy. How you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Eric Gadsen uh, joining us from Lake Wiley, South Carolina. And again, I really appreciate it when you guys let me know where you're watching from. I always find that uh, very, very interesting. Um, as like this one, uh, I have no idea what this says, but it says Brazil. So assuming he's watching from Brazil, and I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, talking about that Jackson kayak, the NAR, before we get into this episode, um, they're, they're shipping. Uh, some of the shops that have gotten them have already sold what they've gotten. Uh, the response to this boat's pretty been pretty positive. The response to the the improved drive has been very positive. So, uh, you know, I, I can't speak for it, but I'm taking the word of some people that I really trust. And they're they're saying it, it's all good and they're very impressed. So, um, you know, once I have a chance to sit in it and pedal it and, you know, paddle it and fish off of them, then I'll, I'll be able to, you know, give you more of my personal opinion. But right now, guys I trust are saying it's really impressive. So that's really cool. So um, today's episode, I, I have no guest. Um, the guy who was actually on the trip with me was from a band of anglers, um, uh, Roberto, and um, he no longer works for a band of anglers. And I mean, I don't even know. I've totally lost contact with him. Uh, we were down there, and because we were with band of anglers, we you know normally I would go down there. I you know I love to throw lures, particularly in the rocks and all that. But we always like to have live bait as well. But on this trip, it was a, it was all lures, and um, it, it was really cool. We got some uh, got some great fish. Um, a couple of actually funny side note stories along the ways was I got some amazing amazing footage uh, underwater footage on uh, my GoPro. The water was crystal crystal clear, and where we normally would um, download our footage every night. I hadn't done that. And we were going out fishing the next day. And the guys um, grabbed my gear. And normally I'd grab all my own stuff. But for whatever reason, they had grabbed all my gear out of the shed because uh, we kept it down below. Because Aguila de Osa is really cool, but it's multi-levels. So we didn't want to carry all our stuff all the way to the top all the time. So I had left some of my gear down uh, in the shed and they had missed my um, GoPro mount. And so in order to um, get some GoPro footage, uh, Brooks said, well, here I could use his mount, which was a clip that would, I, so I was clipping it onto the side of my seat. And of course, um, I was sliding up to the boat for whatever reason and hit the boat with the side and plop, there goes my GoPro and GoPros don't float. 
and the water where I dropped it was filthy because <laughs> uh, we were up in the rivers. And so I lost all this amazing footage of the underwater because we had this one day that was just so the water was so crystal clear and there were so many fish down below us. And I just know that I got some amazing stuff. And of course, we never got uh, any of that on there. Now we have some underwater footage on here, but the water had gotten dirty and it's nowhere near as clear that day. Uh, so it was uh, it was a tough one, but uh, we had a great time. Um, like I said we were throwing some prototype stuff from uh, a band of anglers, plus some some regular uh, in production stuff, and um, it just like I said we had a great time. Uh, Robert was a great angler. Uh, he wasn't a paddler. He had never paddled a kayak before, and honestly, he didn't really want to paddle a kayak. <laughs> and it actually became a little bit of a bone of contention during the shoot. Because, um, you know, we do some trolling and you need to get from spot to spot. And he would just sit there and we couldn't get him to paddle. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude, let's go. Let's go. And uh, it, it became uh, it became a little frustrating for me, you know, being a paddler and spending so much time in a kayak. It's like, come on, man, let's we're trying to get fish. We're trying to do this. But he would just drift and drift and drift and then want the support boat, the camera boat to drag him back and it got a little frustrating, but uh, we still had a great time and, uh, and an amazing place. Uh, again, we were at Aguila de Osa in the uh, Northern end of the Osa Peninsula at Drake's Bay. It's a, just a, a wonderful, wonderful location. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, the service is great. The food at this place is amazing and it is all inclusive. Well, the meals are included. Um, your drinks or not, but uh, it, it's just like I said, fantastic food and just the nicest, nicest people working there. Um, well, I like it so much. Now, we've been there, I've been there three times, and I like it so much that uh, I actually have brought my family there. Um, they arrived at the tail end of this trip, and because this was in December, and we went down there and spent uh, not Christmas. But like the week before Christmas, we spent uh, at Aguila Doza and just had a wonderful, wonderful time touring, doing all kinds of fun stuff, going snorkeling and uh, just just an awesome place. So with that said, I'm going to get this uh, episode going again. This is from season 10, episode 10 at Aguila de Osa in Drake's Bay, Costa Rica. I hope you enjoy it. And please, again, share this with your friends. And if you have any questions or comments send them our way let's get this episode going this week on jackson kayaks kayak fishing show we are in drake's bay costa rica i've got along with me roberto martinez from a band of anglers lures and other fishing goods and we are out here targeting big game off our kayaks and for roberto his very first time in a kayak stick around this is going to be a good one Yeah. 
This week we are in Costa Rica and we're at the north end of the Osa Peninsula at Bahia Drake or Drake's Bay. This is a remote location. I mean, you have to take a, a small plane and then a boat to get over here. We are at Aguila de Osa Inn, uh, which is right on the edge of the jungle. So one of the really appealing things about it to me is you could be fishing along the coastline and have howler monkeys screaming at you. Uh, it's a very, very diverse environment here. Even if you're not coming here to do any fishing, it, it's a great destination. And there's a lot to do, whether it's going on doing zip lining, fun stuff like that. They have scuba diving, they have snorkeling tours, uh, they have jungle hikes, they have night hikes. Uh, it, it's a really, really cool destination. Walk in the door and get handed a cold drink. And also, we got this guy. This brand is called Spooltech. So have you ever seen a lure with a spool here? No. Siegler reels, uh, they're made in the US and Virginia. For you, okay. first time in the kayak fishing, okay. go minimal. So two, three rods? I would. I would, say two. I would say two. Have you fish right handed? I fish correct handed. No. Yeah. Right handed is wrong handed. Right Sorry. is right. No. Left is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Roberto got here late this afternoon. He's never kayak fished. Never. So, <laughs> never. Um, never really kayaked. Uh, never. But so I've, in fact i've never paddled in my life never paddled sure so time. obviously uh day one is going to be a little bit of a, a learning curve i want to give him some instruction uh, make sure he's comfortable in the kayak before we go out after big fish so we're gonna just fish around here nice and close oh that's comfortable it's like a sofa rule number one when you're kayak fishing always remember where your head goes your, your body, body will follow So, uh, yeah, like I said, he had never kayaked. Uh, I don't know that he became fond of kayaking. <laughs> There's a lot of current down there, so you do have to do a fair amount of paddling, particularly when we were offshore. 
And uh, so, and we were in uh, the Kraken, which of course was a, a great boat for those conditions. And, and I absolutely love it, but uh, he never, he never really uh, fell in love with paddling. I don't think But uh, some of those lessons still hold true. You know, when you're getting, you're new to it, like I was telling him, you know, go minimum, you know, don't bring a lot of gear and always remember where your head goes, your body will follow. Otherwise, uh, you reach for stuff. You tend to go swimming. But uh, he always he stayed upright. He never had a problem. He just didn't want to paddle. Um, so anybody, and I'm going to assume, because they said they're from Brazil, anybody speak Portuguese? Have any idea what these questions are? Um, or this comment, uh, something about Jackson kayak in Brazil. So I don't know if Jackson kayak that they're asking if they're going to get Jackson kayaks in Brazil. Uh, I'm not sure. I know historically when we, when I went to, uh, Brazil and fished, uh, in the Amazon basin, um, our biggest problem with fishing Brazil with our kayaks was the import duty fees were so insanely high. So bringing kayaks into Brazil was just prohibitively expensive. Uh, one of the resorts we were working with um, did, or it was a floating lodge actually. Uh, they brought them in and they said, yeah, we're not going to do this again. It costs them way too much money. Um, I think uh, if I was to go back to Brazil, uh, I would probably do something like uh, with the NRS inflatables. And that way I can bring it as part of my luggage and and in a backpack and go that route. Because uh, like I said, the, the the fees on getting the kayaks into Brazil were really high. But if anybody does know what this says, can speak uh, Portuguese or, I mean, and again, I'm assuming it's Portuguese. Um let me know what it says, or I'll go back later and run it through a, a translator. But uh, right now I can't do that while I'm running the show. Anyway, uh, Brian Kennedy, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Rudy, thank you for joining us as always. And he says, love the Kraken and now my new NAR. Rudy, you don't already have a NAR, do you? Are you one of the lucky ones that already got one? I know a few people did. I, I was talking to uh, the guys at Jackson. Uh, I was talking to Jameson just a little bit ago. And he was saying as the boats were delivered to the shop, they were loading them on people's cars. So there were a lot of people really excited about this boat and already have them. So if you're one of those lucky people, let me know. Because that, that's really cool. It means you have one before me. <laughs> So again, you can watch our shows on, uh, and, uh, and again, I like to know how people are watching. So you can watch our shows on the Kayak Fishing Show page on Facebook. You can um, watch it on the Kayak Fishing Show group page on Facebook, as well as our YouTube channel, which is, if I can put it up, there it is, kayakfishingtales.com. Uh, so if uh, you watch it over on uh, YouTube, let me know. And again, love to know where you're watching from. If you're watching on YouTube, always make sure you hit subscribe and hit for notifications so you know when we are going live. 
let's uh, keep this episode rolling. Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak, first to innovation. Seaguar, the inventor and perfecter of fluorocarbon fishing lines and leaders. Standard Horizon, nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. On this trip, we brought along the Jackson Kayak Kraken 15. You know, it was made for the water we were fishing in. Offshore, a lot of miles, a really strong currents, and having a good paddling boat like the Kraken 15 is a huge difference. One of the cool things is those two Kraken 15s are staying at this lodge. So anybody who wants to come and visit has those two boats available to them. So we're gonna stand around talking about going fishing or we're going fishing? I've got Rob Martinez from Band of Anglers with me here. He is a fishing expert, kayak fishing novice. Yes, sir. So uh, we're hoping to get him on some big fish off a kayak for the first time. <laughs> well, it was good to have you uh, have that couple hours yesterday, kind of get a feel for it, move around the kayak, because yeah, I mean, that's really helpful. important. It's a completely different feeling. Uh... I'm a little bit scared about cooking a big fish, you know, because uh, I don't want to lose the, uh, my balance. I don't want to flip the kayak. Yeah, it feels awesome, you know. You, it's like you're melting with, like, nature, you know. It feels awesome, awesome, yeah. Small fish, I don't know what it is. It's a start. Oh, it's a bluefin, bluefin trevally. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, a little one, huh? Very cool. Yes, sir. My first fish from a kayak. Yeah. And it's a really beautiful fish. Very colored. All right. I'm throwing a flying pencil from Oceanborn. It's a floating pencil. Just a mile. And it cuts fish. So I, I hope I can show you this. On... And I am throwing a dart spin from Oceanborn. Hyperlastic. Hyperlastic. Oceanborn. Band of anglers. You know, just little trash. They hold very few bait fish. Yeah. I did see one spot back there that had a, a, a decent sized school of a little bit bigger baits. Awesome. With the flying pencil, what a bite, man. Almost. Oh, it came off! No! Man! It's good luck, man. You think it's so? It's really good luck when he takes off in slow motion. Uh, 
Uh, had some shots at some Dorado and uh, didn't seal the deal. So decided to move inside a little bit and work some uh, structure. Well, I'm throwing a dart spin <laughs> with a uh, two ounce head so it can get down there. I think that'll work really well for snapper if some around. I'm on! Creo que es un gallo. gallo. No, un jack grande. O un gallo. Wow, nice fish. I told you, man. I really, I told you. Wow, the bite was really nice. Oh, wow. On the flying popper. Wow. It's so hard. Oh, there's more. There's a lot, man. I have a school of jacks under me. Woohoo! Come on, pull me. Ah, oh, man, nice jack on the flying popper. That was a really nice bite. Ah, uh, I didn't even see it coming. I mean, smack the popper so hard. Ocean board. Oh, flying popper, man. Floating version 170. Okay, let's release this fish and let's catch a rooster fish right now. Okay, let's see. We're casting over Rocky Point, which looks pretty awesome, to be honest. It looks like, looks like heaven. And uh, after having a tough morning, uh, where we hooked several fish and we landed zero, we landed zero fish. I, I personally hooked like three mahis, I have five bites, all of them big ones. And I yeah, finally, finally, I got a quality fish, man. It's just the end of day one here at Aguila Dos Inn in Drake's Bay, Costa Rica. So stick around and see how we do the rest of the week. Yeah, I remember that first day was uh, was kind of tough. Um, I said we had a lot of opportunities to fish and we just couldn't get them to stick. Um, so, you know, fishing's like that. But we ended up having a really, really good trip. And this is actually part one. Uh, part two of this uh, trip will be next Tuesday. Jackson Kayaks Kayak Fishing Show. Is Looks like there was... Uh, Oops. I had a comment there. Oh, um, Rudy. Yes, I do. Jameson met me at. That's just not fair. It's not fair you got one before me, man. <laughs> That's very cool. I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to hearing uh, what you think of it, of the boat and uh, the new drive, particularly. Uh, like I said, everything I've heard has been very positive. Um, but. Uh, I said, until you got firsthand knowledge, um, it's, you know, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Really looking forward to hearing that. Uh, Facebook user uh, watching on the Kayak Fishing Show Facebook group page. Uh, you need to give the page uh, StreamYard permission to use your name. That's why it comes up as Facebook user. Uh, that's why I don't know who this is. But he says he likes the Black Pack customization I've done. Thanks, man. Um I'm sure there'll be more. Like I said, I'm, I'm, the, the cool thing is it, it's 
it's very easy to customize um, the way they've set it up. I mean, there's spots for putting screw holes in this thing all over it. So um, I'm sure I'll stick this way uh, so far, but I know I'll probably add maybe a, um, a mighty mount or something on there onto the side. So I have a, a position to maybe mount uh, one of the long um, camera. What are they called? I can't remember. Oh, the boomstick. I've got one sitting over here. <laughs> um, yeah, so the boomstick for my GoPro. So uh, I, I may add that on there. This this one in particular. Now I've got. They actually I got two of them. Um, this one is actually being set up for how I would set it up on my Blue Sky. Uh, that's why I went with the two handles on the side and didn't to the corner attachments. If you if you've taken a look at these, there's a corner attachments for for hooking it in and, and tying it down with the bungee cords that are in a kayak. But because of the way I'm going to have to uh, set this up, I'm actually putting it on a riser um, on the back of the boat. And so I'll be pulling it down with um, with uh, one inch uh, cam straps. So the nice thing is those side handles have a slot in them for running a cam strap through. So they, they, they think of everything. So it's, it's pretty cool. I'm really, uh, I'm really stoked on this and it's so much lighter. And, um, I mean, I have a black pack, one of the originals, it actually rides between my two seats in my sprinter it has a cup holder on it and it's a great catch all in my van. But, um, I, and I was never a fan of the, the top lip on it. So you, you'd kind of have to tilt your tackle boxes to get them in and out. And this thing is just, this new one is just so well thought out. I, I really like it. And again, I, you know, hopefully we're going to get John Hipsher from Yak Attack on um, next week and he can give a better rundown of the product and uh, maybe show some of the other ideas and, and ways guys are rigging them. So back to the episode brought to you by jackson kayak standard horizon cigar acr power pole micro anchor So we are at Aguila de Osa Inn. And this is actually a return visit for us because we liked it so much. The uh, staff here is amazing. It is such a friendly, friendly place. Everybody was so wonderful. Just, just impeccable service. The food is beyond belief. You sit down at a group table for every meal and share stories with people from all over the world. The fishing just beyond the lodge is great. And the water's so crystal clear, you could sight cast to a Dorado. I mean, it really is a special fishery. There's so many options on things to do here. One of the really appealing things about it to me is you're listening to the birds and the monkeys. Uh, I mean, you eat dinner, you're sitting out looking over the water right next to the jungle. It, it's an absolutely fabulous place and I highly recommend it. hear those howler monkeys in the background so got a little earlier start today um came out to a spot where there's a really defined current break and 
basically what that means is it's uh, it collects debris, uh, logs, palm fronds, unfortunately trash. Uh, but it's a great place to look for Dorado because they're very uh, structure oriented. A lot of these bait fish will get up underneath that trash and then the Dorado come through there. So we're hoping that uh, we can connect on some nice sized Dorado today. Let's kill it today, Jim. What kind of rod I'm fishing today, Jim? Uh, for throwing the, the poppers, I'm using an eight and a half foot rod so I get a little better distance Yeah. with a high speed, low profile reel. And then it's loaded with Seaguar Smackdown braid, 50 pounds. And then I got a 60 pound Seaguar gold label fluorocarbon leader. Okay. And I just do a short top shot. It doesn't need to be real long. You got to have the fluorocarbon leader though in this clear water. Right. I agree. <laughs> just, I totally agree. Yeah, you know, I couldn't tell you the last time I fished mono. Yeah, even if it's a little bit more expensive, <clears throat> I feel like it's, it's worth. Here we go, baby. Right off my bow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was the shot. <laughs> oh man, we've been working hard to get some fish. Ah, come on. <sighs> yeah! Well, we're taking this baby home for dinner, so I'm gonna hand this off to the guys on the boat. You got it? So I don't know how many species it is now, but it's quite a few species on that lure, the dart spin by uh, Band of Anglers, Hyperlastic. That's that, awesome, that was amazing, Jim, good job, man. Because I'm direct tied to a lure like this, and we know there's uh, potentially some toothy critters using 60-pound Seaguar Pink Lot label fluorocarbon for that abrasion resistance. And, man, it, it does it's not even scuffed at all. Really good shape. Good job. Boom! One. Woohoo! Man, take this! <laughs> what an awesome experience. My scubera. And the water's so clear, you see them coming up for it. It's amazing. That's why we come to Costa Rica. Yes, sir. Uh, we, had, we had crazy action on this boat. And uh, I mean, we did like three drifts. I guess we're going to keep drifting here. I think we'll fish here a little longer. I agree. Stick around. We're going to get some more. So I see there's a couple more uh, blind Dabinda one two three watching over at kayak fishing tales uh, says what's up what's up um, also he says he, 
I'd love to catch Dorado. Dorado are super fun. You know, any fish that jumps like that, you know, of course, they're great on camera, but they're just so exciting, especially when you, you know, they'll come up and hit and jump in the hit. And um, I love Dorado. Um, I've caught some pretty good ones. Biggest one I ever caught was 62 pounds. I mean, just a monster. I caught it down in the East Cape, Southern Baja, uh, down where I used to guide. Um, Rudy, uh, looks beautiful there. Can paddle from resort to big fish or is it best to mothership? Well, you can certainly paddle to big fish. I mean, the spot where I'm sitting you know, in this picture behind me is literally just around the corner. So there's a lot of great structure or along the beach. Um, there was a spot we fished, um, on another trip before that, that we were catching a lot of really big rooster um that was just offshore maybe half a mile so maybe half a mile out and maybe another mile down the beach from this spot so definitely paddleable um so yeah i mean you can definitely paddle to big fish you can get out to deep water i would say the main thing is is and it depends, but like the one spot we were fishing, um, had just ripping, ripping current. Um, so just having the boat as a safety kind of thing, um, also maybe to spend a little less time paddling and more time fishing. So you can actually get to the spot and then spend your whole time in the kayak fishing. Um, the other thing is, and I don't recall it happening on this trip, but on a trip prior uh same spot i mean we sat there and we were fishing and having great yeah it was on one trip prior because we were getting all these big roosters and we were just fishing and fishing and we wanted to keep fishing and we could literally see the storm come in and it went from grease calm beautiful um to a just torrential downpour lightning thunder wind i mean it it turned snotty really really fast so yes you can paddle from shore and i and i certainly wouldn't hesitate to do it um the nice thing is is if you did have to run for cover you could easily paddle into shore really quick because there's all these beaches along there but having the boat again as a safety thing is sure nice and having it as a way to uh, spend more time fishing and less time paddling is sure nice. But uh, the cool thing again about Aguila de Osa that I really like, it's not a fishing resort by any means. It is more of an eco lodge, um, but they've got the kayaks. Um, they, it, it was just such a cool place, like I said, to bring my family. Um, so like I said, my family and I spent a week down there after this shoot and, uh, being able to do that zip lining, um, do that, uh, snorkeling tours, uh, some, we did a really cool nature tour, island tour. Um, there's just a lot to do with the family there, although it is quite remote. Um, there's a small town, which was about a mile walk. And you just kind of walked along the beach and all that, um, which was kind of cool, a fun thing to do for a little afternoon. But um, it, like I said, it's not a fishing resort by any means. They have the access, they have the boats, um, but it's not a fishing resort. It is an eco tour kind of place. 
um, which is nothing wrong with that. And uh, Costa Rica is so in touch with ecotourism um, that there's just so much to see. I mean, I love Panama. Uh, I love Panama with a passion. Uh, but when I go to Costa Rica, I see so much more in nature because they're much more dialed into the ecotourism than Panama is in my opinion, anyway, at least on what I've seen. So let's uh, keep this one rolling. And again, if you have any questions, please shoot them our way and I'd be happy to answer any of your questions, comments, or um, if you could share these videos with your Jackson friends, Jackson I really appreciate it. Show is brought to you by Seaguard. Yak Attack. Powerpole Micro Anchor. ACR. Orion Coolers. We are in Drake's Bay, Costa Rica. I've got along with me Roberto Martinez from a band of anglers and we are out here targeting big game. I'm landing it. I'm landing to recast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it broke me off. That's right, a big old barracuda. No. Do you still have the hook in him? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Broke me off. Another one. Beat the line and cut my popper off. Oh, oh yeah, here. I got this whole school of barracuda under me right here. There you go. Metele, metele, metele. That's one way to get your lure back. <laughs> that was uh that was pretty interesting stuff there. Le has dado en la cabeza esta muerta, ¿no? Está bien muerta. Rob. What? Man. The heck happened? Okay, let me explain you. <laughs> <laughs> so basically I cast my flying popper. <clears throat> I have a bite of this barracuda. I hook the barracuda. And when it came close to my kayak, I had like the whole school of barracuda. So one of them beat the line, got my line. Uh, the fish just swim away. Uh, the guy gr grabbed the barracuda with the gaff, and here is the barracuda. <laughs> and now we we're gonna try to catch these snappers, man, because they were huge, man. They were awesome fish. This is sick, man. <laughs> flying popper, too? Yeah. Double up on the flying popper. <laughs> coming up, coming up, coming up. Oh, baby. <laughs> Here we go. Nope. <laughs> Man, I saw those guys swimming. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot under my kayak. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, this guy's ripping. <laughs> this is the sleigh ride right here. <laughs> I can't turn his head because I'm in his belly. Ah. These are good quality oh, Dorado. Yeah. Man, what an awesome bite. Oh. 
Just good My quality. My big concern here is the hook is in his belly. It's double treble hooks. I have no landing tools. Hard part is I can't because it's in his belly. I can't turn his head. So I won't be able to control that that lure, and it would put it right by my legs. So at this point, I'd rather have the boat land it just to be safe. There's a lot of fishing to be done, and I don't feel like doing it the rest of the week with holes in my legs. Yeah, I forgot that to bring a gaff on the trip. Crazy little bite. That looks like Gracie Grief, right? Oh my gosh, man. Look at these two quality fish. More coming through. I had three next to this one while I was fighting it. And we saw these fish come through. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, it was. Oh, both of them on the uh, flying popper, ocean yes, born. Sir. Man, boom, that's fun. I, you know, that's actually the first time I ever caught a, a Dorado on a popper. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, man. Have that hooked in the belly socks. I hope he's on the head. So funny enough, our guide just told us that this area, this spot is known as paradise. And for a fisherman, I can see why, because it certainly has been today. Now you can see we had that uh, Kubera snapper. Normally, always release those. Uh, that one had eaten what that lure awesome all trip. the way down and Costa it ripped Rica. its kills. So he's bleeding thanks for out. joining me there, Rob. Yes, sir. Thank you for inviting me, man. And thanks for yeah. bringing these great lures. Yeah, man. We really kill it with the popper, man. The flying popper from Oceanborn was really key. That was a good time. Yeah. And if you ever get a chance, visit Aguila de Osa in Drake's Bay, Costa Rica. It's a beautiful, beautiful location, and as you can see, a great fishery. Yes, sir. Whoa. So, yeah, that this is part one. We have part two. We'll, we will be airing um, next Tuesday. You can see what a, what a great fishery it is down there and just a, a wonderful location. Uh, like I said, I've been there a few times, and uh, I, I wouldn't hesitate to go back. Uh, just because it is such a, a wonderful place, and, and I can't can't say enough for how great the food is. Um, I mean, it's it's great. <laughs> um, so again, I'll be back here on Thursday with some of the older stuff from Ocean Kayak Years, and um, again, part two of this one will be next Tuesday. Hopefully, I'm going to have John Hipsher on here from Yak Attack to talk about his uh the great stuff's coming from there and more about the uh the black pack pro and other stuff they have coming out and rudy uh says great show jim thanks for sharing the interest thank you rudy thanks for watching and thank you all for watching and please again if you're watching this on a replay let me know you know let us know where you're watching for it from i always appreciate that i love to know where people are watching the show and if you could just do me that favor and you know engage with these things, give the thumbs up, share it with your friends. That goes a long way to, uh, to help our reach on the video. So, uh, Deborah Mars says, hi, Jim, how's your shoulder doing? Uh, kind of talked about that at the very beginning. The shoulder is, um, it's been tough. It's been a tough week. Now, honestly, um, I had therapy last week and 
I don't know, something about that therapy really made it act up and I haven't been able to do anything all week other than kind of play with my black pack because I could put that together with one arm. Um, but yeah, so I got therapy again tomorrow. Hopefully it's, it doesn't do the same thing, but I've had shoulder issues in the past. I've had shoulder surgery in the past and I know it is a, it's a long process. So, uh, the healing uh, takes a while. So I'm just trying to be patient and, um, do what I'm told and listen to my body and listen to my shoulder. Cause I don't want to, I want to get back to fishing. I want to get back to paddling for sure. Uh, thankfully I've got the, the new pedal boats coming and the Torquedo. So at least I won't have to paddle. I mean, as much as I love to paddle, at least, uh, my shoulder will get a break from that when I, when I am able to get back to it and build this thing back up slowly. So again, I do appreciate y'all watching. I do appreciate you all for sharing. Uh, if you are going out on the water, please remember always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. Oh, I'm going to fix it.